Ellen, pull yourself together already. It's time to feast. Sit down at the table with Andrew Ryan and Ellen Chu on Feast Meets West. Hello, welcome to the feast. Welcome to the feast. This is Andrew Ryan, and this is Ellen Chu. How you doing, Boo Boo? I'm doing okay. Are we in November now? It is November second already, Ellen Chu. Where does the time go? Where does the time go? The time might just, you know, be frozen because it's like getting cold, <laughs> or you know, time might be just, you know, behind us because we're flying so fast. I think time went into the closet to get out a heavy winter coat and then got lost and oh, then decided no. to stay there for the afternoon. So it went into Narnia's closet? I think so. Yeah. Hibernating, but then lost in another world. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, because we have just finished uh, Vegetarian Month, mm-hmm. which was last month, and to ease our way back into the crazy world of omnivores mm. in today's program, we're going to explore a meat-free option that is actually not so vegan. Mm. It's an option that might be the wave of the future, Ellen Chu. Are you serious? That's right. We're going to be eating bugs. (laughs) Ew! (laughs) And as you can see, the the title of today's show is This Show Might Bug You. Yes, it bugs me, okay? I don't like bugs, okay? Yeah. This is something. And if you ask my children, they don't like bugs bugs either okay yeah right. I know. every time there's a mosquito in the studio you go crazy yes like dessert. last week like yeah. last week any uh. any day any time <laughs> there's a mosquito or some sort of insects walking around around my feet i mean mm-hmm. they can leave peacefully yes. outdoors in the garden yes. and i'm fine with them but if they're indoor with me no siree. So, Ellen Chu, this might be the ultimate payback. You get to eat the bugs. You just get to, like, destroy them with your chompers. I said I could live with them peacefully. <laughs> I didn't say I needed payback. They Maybe eat you, you, you eat them. No, I let them go or let them die. So what's your honest opinion of me right now that I've created this show for you? I think you really bug me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we can turn it around by the end of today's show. All right. There is a good reason behind doing this. As- aside from the fact that I love to watch Ellen Chu's expression, mm-hmm. you have to remember, I don't like eating bugs either. So this is not a cakewalk for me. Okay. We're really taking one for the team here. Okay. So shall we check out what's on our menu today? All right. The buggy menu? The buggy menu. Okay. <laughs> In our first Bug course will tell you about our experiences eating bugs on purpose. Ooh. I know that you've eaten bugs before, Alan Chu. This is not your first time, is it? No. <laughs> In our second course, we're going to tell you why eating bugs might be the wave of the future. Just a little hint, they're nutritious and they can help prevent food shortages and it could be also good for the environment. All right. In our third and final course, we'll be sampling some right here in the studio in our very own bug banquet. Bug banquet, Ellen Chu. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. We're going to go into a buggy song. All of our songs today have something to do with bugs. All right. Do you know what the most popular kind of bug is when you do a search on the, uh, in our music library? What the most popular kind of bug that appears in song titles Oh, okay. It must be 萤火虫. 
That is correct. Right. Lightning bugs. Right. Yeah. I Actually, think so. I should mention that it has to have the word chong in it. Mm-hmm. So like the word for insect. Okay. Because I think actually hudie, butterfly, might mm-hmm. be more popular. Right. But it doesn't have a character chong. for chong. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to start off with one about uh, lightning bugs. And it's saying, lightning bugs come here or nuin tapusguan. It's a song in the bunun language by the Hualien Taiping Elementary School Chorus. All right. Alrighty, so first course are past experiences. Come to think of it, we might have accidentally ate some, you know, bugs, insects, okay? Yes. It's probably like if we didn't wash, you know, very thoroughly mm-hmm. with our vegetables, there might be some bugs in there. Do you know, Ellen Chu, I once read a statistic that the average American, and this is probably true in Taiwan as well, mm-hmm. ingests about 40 bugs a year. Because you have to remember things like um, jam. Mm -hmm. Like we don't know how many bugs end up in our jam. And things like that. If you eat a, um, I don't know, a, what are those called? The uhuaguo. Oh, figs? Uh, Figs. Uh Yeah, bugs go in those. Every Uh fig has at least one bug in it. And lychee. That's right. Mm -hmm. The chances of a bug getting into our food is pretty high. Right. But they're totally okay for you. Exactly, your protein. <laughs> protein. Right? Protein. Yes. Um, have you ever eaten one on purpose? Like, have you ever had... Because you used to do a travel show, and you've traveled all around the world to different places. I'm sure that they've served you up a bug at some point. No. Really? I am so lucky. I ate bats. I ate, like, strange inners. Oh, but wow. never a bug. I have eaten two kinds of bugs in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first came to Taiwan. Our... We only treat foreigners like that. I know. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, let's watch and see if you like our special delicacy. Mm-hmm. And then they make you think that everybody eats it. And actually, none of them You're eat the it You're the only either. one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so our radio station, when I first started working at RTI back in 2000, well, 1999, mm-hmm. we used to do this English language speech competition. Mm-hmm. So we would travel all around Taiwan. And I was mm-hmm. a judge for many competitions. Mm-hmm. One time we went to Kaohsiung and our uh, manager from our radio station, his friends took us out to eat mm-hmm. and they ordered stir fried bees. Ew. Ew. Are you serious? Yes. And I was like, why are you doing this? Why would you do this? Yeah. So I thought that was kind of strange. The other thing was when I did a travel show in Taiwan. Did you, did you taste the furry part? Well, you know, by the time they've stir fried it, there's not a whole lot left. It's just kind of like, it's just kind of like gristly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just the carcass is left. All right. And then the other thing I had was when I was doing the travel show, we went to night market uh-huh. and um, we had crickets. Yes. Taiwan, I think crickets is pretty popular. And in some countries there are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like when our travel show, because it has been on for many, many years before I joined. 
And, you know, it's like one time I forgot where, but we hit a dish that is a cricket. Mm-hmm. But, you know, our producer said, nah, we had that before. Been there, done that. And, and you're I'm like, just like, yes. Yoo-hoo! Dodged a bullet, huh? Yeah. But we did have some weird, you know, seafood. Mm-hmm. And we had, we did have some, like, weird, um, like, like kind of animals that normally people don't eat. Well, I yeah. think the bat is, is that's a pretty Yeah, and that's we a shoot it ourselves. You shot the bat? We shot the bat. It's like the huge... They, the wings open up as oh, wide as my arms. You're kidding me, Ellen Chu. That's massive. That's massive, right? Do you eat the wings? No. You just they, eat the body. They eat the body. But the thing is that we saw the whole cooking process. They had to like you know skin it first. Yeah. Man. And then when it turned mm. into a dish in front of you... Mm, yeah. Once you've seen where so it comes from. weird. Yeah. It is so weird. And, you know, the worst thing was that was a mama bat. Mm-hmm. So oh, it had baby no. bat, like, you know, no. feeding on her. No, 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 so we had to take out the baby bat and put it on, like, a pole. Wait, and why? Then, that sounds cruel and unusual. <laughs> and they start killing the mom. Oh, no, 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 I no. was crying, you know, in the process of cooking it mm. because I just thought that it was cruel, cruel, you know. Mm. And the weirdest thing was that it was lightning. It was thundering. It was raining. And you're like, God is angry. Doing it. Yeah. Uh. You know, it did felt like God was angry. Oh. And I got really sick afterwards. Really? When I came back to Taiwan. I was hospitalized for a whole week. Where was this that you had it? Uh, Philippine. Oh, okay. It was like on a small island, mm. outskirt island. Yeah. And um, it was the delicacy of the local people, but I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It's the preparation process or, you know, the bat is just not very sanitary. Yes. And, you know, the doctor couldn't find out why was I was wrong? sick. But they felt that it was because of the bat. Oh. I was like hitting high fever, throwing oh, up, you know. It was no. not good. And they couldn't find out. I was just hospitalized for five yeah. for a week. Wow, that's really scary. Yeah, it's scary. Did you have balut while you were there? That's what? that like the eggs, the chicken eggs that are like raw. I'm lucky because they filmed that before too. <laughs> You're like, I came at the right time. And the only mission that we were carried to film on that trip was to kill the bat and eat it. Okay. Like the locos. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Don't you miss the good old days when you were hosting that show? <laughs> yeah, but you know, I really feel for, you know, the the other two hosts mm. that was before me. They they actually had to have all those things and mm. There was one place that in South America where they make beer mm-hmm. by, you know, the chief yep. asked their wife to spit into a jar. Uh, you know, I've had to this, make it fermented. I've had this in Taiwan, but not beer. It was rice wine. Yeah, some kind of like bubbly. Yeah, you know, drink. And everybody spat into it, myself included. And then we waited for like a week or two, and then it was fermented. And that was by all his wife Ugh. and concubines. It's interesting. It's same here in Taiwan. If you, you traditionally you couldn't mm. um, spit in it unless you had were an adult that had a child. Like if you were single, you weren't allowed to do it. Oh, really? Yeah, really interesting, huh? 
But I think that the fermentation process actually kills all those germs. You don't really, have to worry about but it. Just the idea of drinking all their saliva. <laughs> and that was like a welcome drink. It's like the no. chief said you needed to drink it. Whoa. And then I just like, you know, sip it down so fast. That yes. Then, you know, the chief gave me a second one. Oh, it's like, no. you like it. Special for you or I'm special like, no, guest. No, I don't like it. It's like we don't let our own people have that much. Only for special people. I know, especially, <laughs> you know, someone that like it so much. No, my goodness. Andrew Ryan and Ellen Chu as they sample their way through Taiwan's culinary delights. Andrew, I thought we said no more intestines. <clears throat> That's on Feast Meets West every Saturday, only on Radio Taiwan International, radio for refined palates. Second course. Okay, Ellen Chu. Yippee, yippee, yippee. We are now going to use the next uh, five minutes to explain why eating bugs <laughs> might be mm-hmm. the wave of the future, why it might be good for you and for the planet. Before we do that, I just want to show you, do you want to see the bugs we're going to be eating? I, just to give you a little sure. bit of excitement. See, I didn't just choose any old bug, Ellen Chu. Mm-hmm. I had you in mind when I chose it, all mm-hmm. right? So I have a little pink test tube. I have cotton candy flavor. Mm-hmm. And the other one is a yellow one. And it is mango habanero. So there you go. They are both roasted cricket snacks. And they're in test tubes. And I'll let you have a little look at them. Ew. 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 Can I not eat it? You have no choice, Alex. No. I can't eat this. But it's pink, Ellen Chu. I chose something pink for you. I'm sorry, I can't eat this. You don't like cotton candy flavored ones. Look at it. It's so gross. You could have the spicy one instead. No. I'll let you I'll let you cut off a piece of bug. I would just sit here and look at you. You I already have a really bad day. I can't have it worse. How's this? I won't make you eat a whole one, but you have to sample it. All right, we'll have this discussion later. Let's let's talk about why. We'll talk about why this is so good for everyone involved. Okay. It's a special present I brought for you from America. I don't know why you don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> why don't you like my special present for you? I can have it if it's not in that form. Okay. okay. Well, actually, I'm glad that we had this little discussion here. All right. Because you know that the Food and Agriculture Organization, mm-hmm. or FAO of the United Nations, Back in 2013, they came out with a 200-page report Mm -hmm. which said that if more people incorporated insects into their diet, we could reduce world hunger, food shortages, and food insecurity. Mm. You know, I could just live on liquid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Ellen. Mm -hmm. The director of the FAO's Forest Economics Policy and Products Division, Eva Mueller, she said in a press release... Insects are not harmful to eat, 
Quite the contrary, they are nutritious. They have a lot of protein and are considered a delicacy in many countries. I know they have like proteins in there.、Mm-hmm. There's protein in a fly. There's protein in a mosquito. <laughs> There's protein in a cockroach. It's payback time, Valentine. That's that. That's what I want to tell you.、Ray? It's payback time. They eat you now. You eat them. But crickets don't eat you. This is true. Right. This is true. So why are you eating them?、Um, for the planet. Okay. Edible insects include beetles, wasps, caterpillars, grasshoppers, worms, and cicadas.、Mm-hmm. The report says these insects have high nutritional value. Okay. Also, I, I can observe you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Farming insects is better for the environment than other protein-rich foods like pigs or cows.、Uh-huh. Insects are easier to raise, use less water, feed on waste materials, and produce less greenhouse gases than other livestock. Whoa! However, there is one problem, Ellen Chu. What? People are grossed out by eating insects. Yes, that is one problem. Do you know? Nature. Yes. Even Starbucks uses insects to color some of its products, or has、really? used it before. Do you, did you ever have the Starbucks strawberry frappe? Mm-hmm. They used ground-up cochineal beetles to create the color. See, if you grind it up, I wouldn't have a problem. I will allow you to grind up the cricket before you eat it、no. in the third course. <laughs> I can't touch like on the side of you know the flakes. Okay. Okay. Do you know what else the FAO report does? They say that exposing people to can help reduce the surprise and novelty of seeing insects on the plate. They say that zoos, museums, and universities can play an important role here. Bug banquets are a combination of educational talk and experience. Insects are presented as food that can be tasted, and prejudices are tackled. Years of experimental experience in the United States and the Netherlands have confirmed the effectiveness of bug banquets in overcoming the disgust factor. Well, the thing is that if you start from elementary level, <laughs> if you feed your child insects since they were like you know toddlers, I think I would have no problem,、mm. right? But I grew up in a society and culture where people are disgusted and feared of. Insects. We eat other things that are weird. Do you know one thing that I think is really weird, but、What? I've totally gotten over? Shami, like little teeny shrimp, where you eat the whole thing. You eat the eyeballs. You eat the tail.、Mm-hmm. You eat the shell.、Mm-hmm. And that to me is not weird anymore. But if you look at them, they kind of look like insects. Insects of the ocean. They don't look like insects. They're about the same size. They're just like shrinked into a small shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> If you see it, it's shrimp. But they say that even like lobsters look like bugs. They're just massive ones.、Mm. <laughs> They're they have meat inside, okay? But you know, when you see insects, when you smash them, they don't have meat.、Um, they、protein. have juices. <laughs> These ones won't be juicy. I promise. They'll be pretty dry.、Uh, yeah. All right, Ellen. Chu, if you don't want to have it, you don't have to have、okay. it. But this is a test of like how much you love this program and how much you love the planet. I love it all, but I can't <laughs> take it for for the team at all. All right. Well, we'll find out whether or not she's going to eat it in our third course. Okay. First, a song called "Gumpi Tong,"、okay. which is basically a bug that follows your butt, and that means a what? That means a. There's a word for it in English. It's a tagalong or a、uh, copycat. 
Oh, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, what it is. All right, this is by Lin Junjie. JJ. JJ. We're going to have our bug banquet in our third course when we continue. Which one of us, will both of us, will either of us eat bugs? We'll find out. All right. Listening to Feast Meets West. Third course. Okay, in the studio now we have two kinds of roasted crickets. And they just smell like bug. Don't say that, Ellen Chu. It does. This is supposed to be a bug banquet where we're supposed to get excited about eating. I am excited. I am overexcited right now. She's excited because. She's not going to eat it. And she's going to make me eat it. Right. Because somebody has to do it. It says, good for the planet, good for you. This so, is mango. She's oh got Megan, mango habanero, which is going to be spicy, and it's going to be sweet. Uh, it says, if you're allergic to shellfish, you may be allergic to insects. That's mm. interesting and true. I have a friend who, my roommate's allergic to shrimp, mm-hmm. and he cannot have crickets. He once oh. had it and had an allergic reaction. I am allergic so, to that. <laughs> I'm going to start off with cotton candy. You are a sport. Are you sure you're not going to have any of these? I'm not. You come closer and take a picture because I'm not going to do this again. I am going to. All right. I'm sticking it in my mouth. Stick it on your tongue. Okay. It's on my tongue. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> I'm going to post you all over my Facebook. Okay, it tastes like it smells like bugs. It doesn't taste like cotton candy at all. It doesn't, right? No, give me the other one. I'm going to do this quick. It doesn't. Let Mang- me tell you, it smells like bug. It tastes like bug. Mango habanero also does not smell like mango habanero. I think it probably just tastes like bug. Yeah. All righty, here he goes in the hatch. <laughs> that one has more of a kick. That's I would I would eat that again, maybe. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Will you eat bug again? No. Yes, actually, I would. Really? Okay, so I have to t- I have to be really clear about this. If you took the mango habanero ones and you ground it up into a powder and you put it in something as a flavoring. I would definitely eat it again. Yes. But I think the thing is, is like, you don't want this just with the crunch, the texture mm-hmm. of the shell and all right. that, like the legs and yes. the head and the like the little body. Ooh, look at this. Oh, it's gross. So I've heard that they do make protein 
flour out of this. They take bugs and they grind them up and you can make it like bread and cakes. I am fine with that, okay? As long as I don't see, see the form and smell the form. feel it with your tongue. Okay. <laughs> All right. I know you love the show so much. I have to say, it does have a taste to it, if I can describe it. It has a buggy taste to it. Oh, it's got this, it has a, it has a funk to it. You know, the smell is not pleasuring. If they really no. made it into a really nice smell, I might try it. Do you know what it is? It's like, it's like dirty socks. Yeah. It's, it's a funk to it. That's what it is, Ellen Chu. It's dirty socks. <laughs> Crunchy dirty socks. <laughs> you know, I think this is a failure of what they created, the, the cricket into a candy store, because it has nothing related to candy. Maybe they should wrap it up in a candy shell. Then they have to really, you know, put on some makeup for this thing, you know, kind of like smell good at least. Yeah. When you open it up, it smells good. I so people could just kind of close their eyes and pop one in. They need more of the cotton candy flavor. Right. And- but for me, you know, I was going to smell it to see if I wanted to eat it. But after I smell it, I'm just like, no way. Funky socks, man. It's just like stinky socks. Like, you know, smelling my, my son's feet after a full day of like P.E. Oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah, that's in the ex- summer. That's what it is. Right? It's definitely a, a funky smell. Yeah. So next next week, I'll just bring like the stinking socks for my son. No, I'd rather not do that. <laughs> <You> just like <laughs> smell it. Well, I eat bugs this week. Show. I think if you want to eat your son's socks next week, <laughs> I would definitely take photos for you. I think I would definitely <laughs> eat my son's socks then to, you know. <laughs> Eat that. I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm, in the future, I'm going to find some kind of bug flour and I'm okay. going to bake you a cake. Sure. Or bake you some bread. I'm fine with that. Does that sound good? That sounds terrific. It sounds much better. It sounds great. Less buggy. Yes. All right. So this show didn't really bug Ellen Chu because she ended up eating the bugs. It bugged it, me it more than anything. It still bugs me you know, just seeing <laughs> it. And also... Ellen, you at the end of our second course, you look like you were going to cry. I was. And I'm glad you did it. <laughs> yeah, because you know the smell of it. I don't ever want to make you cry with any of our... Sh- I've never made you cry before, have I? No. Okay, that was no. a quick response. You sure? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm searching my brains. No. <laughs> good, good. Okay. Let's keep it that way. All right. You can always say no. Of course. You know I just that. said no. Okay, and yeah. I, I'm proud of you for saying no. Yes, and being like very firm. And, and firm, but also like honest about your feelings mm-hmm. and not faking it. I'm not for fake. Not your, like our fake meat. <laughs> not like our fake meat from last week. She's honest. She like if she's not going to eat it, she's I'm not, not going to pretend to eat it it's on the air. It's just like, you know, when I'm on TV, you know, we used to have like the snake king bringing his snake into the studio. Mm. I would just walk out. Mm. I walk out of the studio. Yeah. You yeah. know, he's like, you know, all the hosts are like, oh, come on, Ellen, hold it. Where are you? I'm just like, I ain't holding it. I'm not standing next to it. Okay? Can I tell you, Ellen Chu? Yes. I once did something very similar. I was climbing Jade Mountain, which mm-hmm. is the tallest mountain in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And I am petrified of heights. Mm-hmm. And everybody said, come on, you can do it. And last 500 meters. I was like, nope, I'm done. Right. And I felt like saying that and being honest about it and like standing my ground was important for me to do at that point because I didn't want to do it. Exactly. And so people were like, oh, but it's only 500 meters more. And oh, you'll never get the opportunity again. And I was like, well, 
I can tell people feeling confident in who I am as a person. I climbed up. I made it as far as I could. I did the right. best I could. And then I was done. Right. Done Hallelujah. Done. Hallelujah. Praise Hallelujah. the Lord. Praise the like, Lord. I feel like we've had a moment. We've exactly. had a moment. It's a special moment. Exactly. So no. the Lord told me, you don't need to <laughs> take that bug if you don't want to. Okay. You know, a lot of things that I did in my travel show, you know, now I look back. I wouldn't have made the choice to do it. Mm. But at that time, I was young. And, you know, when people say, oh, come on, just do it, okay? You know, for the show and things like that. And I just did it. But actually, maybe it was right for you to make that decision then because then you learned that important lesson. Right. If so you hadn't have done it, you wouldn't have learned I the lesson. When I accumulated my Asian experience up <laughs> to now, you know, I'm definitely saying no. And I get... I'm very firm and stern, right? It's when you're young, it's important to say yes. When you get older, then you learn to say no when you need to say right. no. Just say no. We're wiser. Just wiser. say no. Okay. All right. I'm glad we had this little chat. So write to us. If you agree yes. about the no proposition. If if you disagree, write to us too. Proposition no. Proposition <laughs> no. Remember in this day, we always have that proposition one, proposition two. Proposition no. Yes, proposition no. If you agree, please write to us. That's right. And our address is PO Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Email us at androo at rti.org.tw. And next Saturday in the Feast, join us for a little bit of... mm, 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 Little mm. surprise. All right. Yes. One more song before we go today. It's called Yue Chongzi. The music bug, okay? I have the music bug. Do you? I, I am too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. This is by Mo Tian Ren. Mm. So it is what? The fairest people? The fairest person. Okay. I like that. Okay. For Feasting Sauce, I'm Andrew Ryan. And this is the No Bug, Ellen Chu. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. 
in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.